Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. to the heels and quads wrestling podcast this is take two today as we had some uh internet issues holding us back for our first try uh via skype um but i think we're good to go because we're back on our old home platform well i guess it's still our home platform of anchor but i just like to i like to use skype because i really like to see tommy's face on tuesday morning oh my gosh it makes me stiff he's so full of shit (laughs) I do enjoy seeing your face. <laughs> I mean, if, fine. If you want to have it that way, dude, that's fine. And I won't like to look at you, but I really enjoyed staring at you. Do you realize that we have not seen each other in person since StarCast? <laughs> since since it? <laughs> since since, since it that happened. thing happened? <laughs> yeah. We haven't seen each other in person since it happened. Everybody's like, it? Thanks. Like, oh, yeah, it. Thanks for ruining our friendship, our real friendship. No, oh, it's all right. That's all right. I think next time we're in town for an extended period of time, me and Mariah are going to have to venture out to see the new place, the new dungeon. The new dungeon of Doom. Because I believe it has earned Dungeon 2.0 with the uh, internet connection. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it, no different. No, <laughs> I, it might be a little worse because you used to be able to go out to the van and just be fine. Yeah. Well, I used to be able to sit outside and, like, because it was so far down, like, 
underground. Yeah. Like where my little porch was. Yeah. That I got like a great little spot. And now it's like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we are here to talk about a little wrestling today because it was WWE Super Slam weekend. Super Slam! Summer maybe maybe we should just talk in British accents because that's apparently what everyone likes to listen to anyways. Oh yeah, I know. All the British people have all got so many subscribers online and whatnot. So you know, I fancy that. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. <laughs> yeah, if we were British, we'd have a ton of subscribers. Oh, dude, we'd have so many. Although, it's not even funny. I really, I mean, I'm subscribed to every British wrestling channel on YouTube because I enjoy. Oh, all I am of too. It's yeah. their damn accents, dude. They're, you know, I bet yeah. half of their, I bet half of their, or over half of their listening audience and viewing audience is Americans because we all wish we're all like, oh, they have a cool accent, but then they're like, they look at us and like they have an accent. They don't say cool accent. They say we have an accent. They look at us and they go, wow, they have such better teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely they, they envy our teeth. Uh, <laughs> I have a. Uh, a friend who's actually helping me out uh, at work right now. He's about to open his own restaurant, but he's kind of helping me out doing some hours here and there. But he's like partially, well, he is British. But he's partially. He, well, I say partially because he's been in the U.S. for so long that his accent is kind of like. It's starting to fade. It's just a weird mix. Like every now and then he'll say like, I mean, he, he, you can definitely hear it when you talk to him. He's definitely got a British accent, but like he'll say, like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> and like pizza. <laughs> And shit like that. So he's got that he's got that British thing going. But uh, he loves Seamus because he's a Liverpool fan, and uh, he himself is a big Liverpool fan. So he's always like, "Oh yeah, I seen Seamus over there at Liverpool." Uh, yeah, he loves that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like soccer people. So since he's been in the U.S., is he like is he into the like the NFL? Is he into American football? Oh yeah, he played uh, fantasy with us a couple years ago and smoked oh, cool. us. Speaking of fantasy football. I am currently the commissioner of my work league, and I have to schedule the draft and get everybody to join, so I get to do that fun stuff. Congratulations. A lot of of responsibility on the commissioner's shoulders, dude. Okay? You don't understand until you became a commish. My friend Cameron (laughs) is our commissioner, and uh, he he likes to be a little braggadocious about it from time to time. It's uh, the only thing that... For me, is like I have a I have enough shit going on, and then now I'm gonna schedule like the draft and everything, and then there's gonna be those stupid people that don't draft and they auto draft and they're like, oh, I I think I have a quarterback. I'm like, okay, well, obviously I'm gonna take home the hundred dollars or whatever. Seven kickers and no quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, two defenses. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh. Yeah, so we had a pretty big weekend of wrestling. Uh, Friday and Saturday, I did not partake in that wrestling. You said it was Ring of Honor Summer Super, summer super Card. Yes. Okay, and then Saturday was obviously TakeOver Toronto, which was, I'm sure, fantastic. But uh, as Tommy and I are working men, at least I know I didn't watch it. I don't know if you watched it or not because we – I did have, not watch it. Yeah, those are – Saturdays are kind of – well, especially for you, that's probably a long night. Well, I have I have an update. Beginning this week, I am no longer working Saturday nights. Oh, really? I am going to start working uh, Wednesday mornings. I'm going to work a regular till like five or six. Okay. And then I will be home Wednesday night again. And then Thursday and Friday are regular, just my doubles that I do. 
and then Saturday I work till probably five or six, and then I'm off Saturday nights. So that kind uh, of works out with All Out coming up in a couple of weeks. I will actually get to watch it live. That, and maybe we can do a TakeOver review right after TakeOver sometime. Yeah. And we can do All Out right after All Out, actually. That would be Because I'll fucking, definitely be not that working would, that night. That would be bonkers. It'll still be all hyped up from it, so... That's probably good. Well, that's cool. I like that new uh, work sketch, and day shifts are pretty nice. Yeah, it's, you know, it was just time. I'm, I'm ready to, especially with the kids going back to school, I'm ready to be able to see them on a weekend and maybe do something every once in a while. Yeah, because now you have, that's always how I see it, too, because I'm usually, usually leave early Saturday afternoon, and then I'm off Saturday afternoon, Sunday, Monday, because in the restaurant business, a a shift off is pretty cool instead yeah. of <laughs> instead of open or close open or close open or close open or close i really enjoy when i get to leave at a normal time so like usually thursdays and saturdays are my early days so thursday i, I just, come home and i get stuck on youtube man i just i've been working in restaurants since i was 14 and i can't remember the last time i had a weekend night off well because that's where all the money's at like, right. You know, weekend nights is where the, so you like, if you, especially if you work in front of house, you want to do that shift because, well, if you want to get paid, because there's obviously those people that just do it to have a job. Right. But if you need money, then you're like, I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. But the cool thing about where I work is, is there, there's not much competition. So even a Wednesday day shift is comparable as long as, if you close the day, oh, right, you right, can yeah. make you can make Saturday night type of money. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think of that. You're not exactly Yeah. You're like you're the equivalent of having working there is the equivalent of working at a restaurant on Dixon here. Pretty much. Cor- correct. At nighttime though. Because really in the daytime you're not gonna get shit, but right. nobody's that drunk. Anyways, <laughs> I mean, unless you do, you're me, <laughs> well, you, we do have all the uh, frats and sororities moving in now, so we're gonna be nice and busy around town. Yeah, all yeah. my pokey stops are filled up. Yeah, I was gonna say you're probably about to get, uh, like, you'll go through maybe like a couple of weeks where you're not super busy, and then you'll get busy again with all the college kids coming back. Yeah, and then bikes, blues, and barbecue comes through and kind of has what scares that? everybody to my place, huh? Is that the first week of October? Usually? That is the last week of September. Yeah, it's right there. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like three days or whatever, and it's just terrible. I hate it because I don't go. I don't go down there for it. No, that's it's awful. It's just a bunch of like bikers and like meth heads. <laughs> I mean, that's it because they're all geeked out because they're traveling to keep up with it. I have one of my one of my employees is. Uh, He's a biker guy, like old school biker guy. So he's like, you probably won't see me a whole lot those three days. And I was like, you know what? You can probably just have those three days off. That's fine. That's nice me. of you. Well, I <laughs> sometimes there's those people that like I'll take their shift. I'll like cover it just so like I get that break from certain people. Not that I don't like him. It's just sometimes it's so cool. Like I don't have to see this person for those days. But do you have it to where like – if you do that for them, will they hook you up and like give you an extra day if you need oh, it? I just I just tell them they will be doing that for me because I'm their boss. So <laughs> you're <laughs> no, like, but I don't I don't up, do pal. that. I don't I don't do it like that. I mean, I'll be like, hey, I'm taking this weekend off. 
you guys are probably good. I'll set you up. I mean, I, I definitely, I, I'll never, because there's those, definitely those people in the restaurant world that do that where they're like, well, I covered a shift for you. And it's like, okay, dude, well, just whatever then. I'll cover a shift for you. There's always those like, well, I scratched your back. You know, there's always those people in the restaurant business. Yeah. But no, my, my team, my team's pretty good right now. They're all, they're all pretty good workers. Of course, also in the restaurant business, that doesn't last very long. So right. we'll see how long I have that going for, which has been about a year now. I've had a pretty good squad. So my main thing, my main, cons- my main beef with working in a restaurant is when somebody uses their kid as an excuse. <laughs> I have literally probably three people that can watch my children while we're both working. And, you know, well, now that school's back in starting tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, I do. I'm so excited because I'm I'm like I'm off tomorrow. So my Wednesday starts next week. So I'll get one day where I'm just going to like decompress the summer. But. Like, I just don't get it. How do you not have somebody to watch your children? I think they, I think it's just a bullshit excuse because I've definitely worked with those people before. They're like, well, I can only work days because of my kid. And I'm like, is that, like, are you serious? Or or it's like, oh, my grandma died. Like, why would you say that? Oh, my God. When people use that excuse, like, something like that, I'm like, I hope you're not lying. Yes, but because then you're people... a piece of shit if you if you are. <laughs> but then these these people have these grandmas that die like eight times a year. I'm like, dude, how many grandmas do you have? <laughs> like, you don't have that many great grandmas still hanging around, dude. There's no like, way. I mean, most people get two, and then I guess if yeah. you're married, you get technically get four. So, and that's for moral support, right? I mean, not well. Usually, you close to them too, but you know. Yeah. Now, oh, now Amanda's grandma. Me and her are tight. We're we're buddies. But yeah, I like uh, I like Mariah's grandma. Yeah. Anyway, but, but I don't have it anymore, so that's why. Yeah, so she's kind of adopted me. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, let's talk about Stamos Slam. Yeah, so you guys got your little lesson in restaurants. Um... Well, of course, we found the favorite amongst the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast fans, and that is GoGreenHemp.com. That's right, CBD hemp products. Tommy and I both use them daily to get through our days, get to sleep, get awake, you name it, whatever. We use it for everything. And at GoGreenHemp.com, we have a special offer for you. We all know hemp can be quite expensive depending on where you go, but GoGreenHemp.com is pretty affordable, especially when you slap on that coupon code at the end, Heels and Quads, and all caps at checkout. That saves you 15% on your order. 15%. That's a lot off some good hemp. So check this out. They have balms, bath bombs, beauty products, edible gummies, gel capsules, tinctures, animal products, pre-filled cartridges, and even wax crumble. You gotta go to gogreenhemp.com and use that coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. You won't get a better deal on hemp. I can promise you that. That's gogreenhemp.com, coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout. So SummerSlam was last Sunday. We're a little late to late to the punch here, but that's that's our style. We usually do that. It was in Toronto at the Scotiabank Arena, which actually the last time it was there 
uh, it was SummerSlam 2004, which was on my top five list last week. When Randy Orton won the title. Yep, that's correct. And Randy Orton made an appearance at this SummerSlam, too, but we will get to that. Uh, you and I both didn't watch the pre-show, so let me just run through that real quick. Drew Gulak defeated Oni Lorcan to retain the Cruiserweight title. Uh, Buddy Murphy defeated Apollo Crews by DQ. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeated the Iconics to retain the women's tag team titles. All right. And I did hear the pre-show wasn't terrible, but I, I don't, I'm not into six hours of WWE wrestling. Like I'm not into six hours of Japan or all that. Like, you know, it's all, it's a lot of time to sit in front of TV. That's two Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. Yeah. Two Star Wars movies. So I'd rather, you know, anyways, uh, Becky Lynch and Talia opened the show in a 12 minute and 35 minute match as a submission match for the raw women's championship. I definitely, uh, when this match finished, I was like, I kind of knew that was going to happen. Like I said last week, they called it a submission match to make you think, oh, Natalia's got the advantage, and then Becky Lynch wins and retains. Yeah, they had to give her, like, a, a, a fighting a li- chance. Yeah, a little bit of a chance to, uh, to, to win. They wanted the fan, the, the everyday fan, to kind of think, or the, uh, not everyday, that's the wrong analogy, but... The the common fan. Yeah. Your typical, like, just WWE fan. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought it was a good opener. It, it, I liked the spots on the outside. I thought uh, working the arm kind of gave it away. Yeah. Um, I wasn't super, but, I wasn't super invested in this as a, I thought it, it was, it was good for what it was. I feel like it could have been better, but it was. I think it was a good match to open the show, get it out of the way. Um, you know it, what I mean? It, it was good, but it wasn't like stellar. It's because Becky is so over that you kind of have to have her open the show. Yeah, she's either going to open or main. Yeah, at this point, right? I think uh, she will be main eventing a show soon, and we'll talk about that after we mention Raw. Uh, so yeah, it was all right. Opener Goldberg defeated Dolph Ziggler and you know, a minute and 50 seconds. I, I just didn't really see a point in this that I will say Ziggler sold the shit out of those spears though. I loved that. He sold the spears so well with his, his hair job. flipping. Yeah. Yeah, he did. he like flipped the hair when he gets hit. And I liked that he kept, you know, getting on the mic and saying, is that all you got? And giving him another spear. And then he got the jackhammering. It was, it, it wasn't. <laughs> It was a spot. It wasn't a match. It was a it spot. Was, it was a Goldberg spot. Yeah, it was a Goldberg spot. It was. I don't see this as a match, but it it was a way to get a WWE Hall of Famer on the card. Exactly, and get some people to watch. I'm sure that's all it was was get people to watch and give a shit about it. But you know, man, I think I will say I'm glad that Goldberg didn't do his little thing where he has to run outside the ring and hug and kiss his kid real quick. That's great and everything, but like it just is. Stop doing it on TV. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually surprised they did this match second. Oh, I'm definitely like when they announced that it was coming up, I was like, whoa, I thought it would be at least like right before main card matches. Uh, yeah, I thought because it it's gonna, Goldberg. I figured they place it right before the universal title match. Uh, yeah, something like that. That's kind of what I was thinking. But kind of the bottom of the card last like one of the last <coughs> four for sure. So, yeah, that was a uh, Goldberg spot. 
Um, AJ Styles defeated Ricochet to retain the U.S. title. I think by default it was a good match. You know... <laughs> just because of who it was. Yeah, just because of who it was. And, you know, it was a good match. But I think my problem is... with I finally kind of... I, I came to my senses when I was watching this match. I realized my problem with Ricochet and AJ and WWE... Not, they're not bad or anything. It's I'm so used to seeing their fast-paced matches outside of WWE that I, it's hard to come to terms with the old-world WWE wrestling style that they have to adjust to. And I know it's well, been that's, years I, now, but... I think that's why we enjoy outside WWE wrestling so much is because that's what we've grown accustomed to. Yeah, and... You know, it was a good match. and It was just... There's, like, the slow recovery thing is what really, like, AJ's slow recoveries in WWE, I'm not a fan of that. Like, I mean, obviously, he's got to sell it. But, like, right. it's just, I'm like, these guys, if they had faced off in Japan or at Supercard or something, it would have been insane and it would have tore the house down. But, you know, because it's an upper mid-card match here, it's, you know, kind of stuck in that. I guess you can't, but it's also that old world WWE, that slow paced shit. And it's fine because I have to, I think we mentioned it before months ago. We we're like, I guess we just have to realize that it's the old school, slow, like it's, it's like an NWA match, you know, it's the same thing with NWA matches are the same way. They're slower, they're hard hitting, you know, but Ricochet gets his spots in for sure. AJ gets his spots in. I thought it was a good match. I wanted to go back and watch SummerSlam yesterday, but I was at the same time I was like, I can get a lot done in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't go back and watch it. Well, kind of piggybacking what you said, you know, it if they would have had this match anywhere else, it would have main evented. Yeah, for sure. And it wouldn't have been well, it wouldn't I have mean, been a mid card title either. Well, and 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 to that point, it's this. I mean, this is what pe- like people like us. This is why we're watching the show. Yeah, we're watching to see this match. We're not watching to see Brock versus Seth. Nothing against Seth, but I mean, we're we're both over Brock. Yeah. Um, I did. I really enjoyed the spot, of course, with Ricochet and the Good Brothers. Him using them as a uh, kind of a weapon, I guess. Yeah, I did like that. I like when he, yeah, when he like he ran off their shoulders. Yes, that was pretty sweet. So, I mean, it, it was a good match. It definitely was. And, and uh, maybe it wasn't – I wasn't super invested in it because I feel like I've seen it a lot. I was – you know, I'm on my phone and I'm watching wrestling, so I might not have took it for what it was. But every time I well, looked up, it was like, a, it was like a, a spot, and then it's a slow recovery, and then it's a spot, and then it's a slow recovery, and, you know. That's been the problem with WWE for the last, like, six years. When you give it away on TV every week and you see the same matches – That's the problem. You're not – I mean, unless it's a blow-off of a feud, we don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. So, uh, Bailey defeated Ember Moon to retain her SmackDown Women's title in 10 minutes. By the way, AJ and Ricochet went 13 minutes exactly, and Bailey and Ember Moon went 10 minutes exactly. Uh, not wasn't super invested in Bailey and Ember Moon. Had I had I really, I, I wish Ember Moon would have won. I feel like it's time for her to win the belt, but maybe they're kind of trying to build her up to that i don't know because i'm sure we'll see this match 30 more times or something but ba- i feel like uh, bailey got the title and it just took the wind out of her like it's yeah. just not this it's not the same and i've never been a huge bailey fan because she 
she's a great talent, but the whole like the whole Disney thing just isn't. I don't like it. It's too childish, dude. <laughs> the Disney thing. And um, every time her music hits, Mariah's like, "Oh my god, it's so funny." It's it's like it's like Eugene. That's what it reminds me of. But he was good. It was funny though, and he was a good wrestler, and not like Bailey's yeah. not. But it's like it was just a different time, man. It's just yeah. we're just old. We're old wrestling fans that hate everything modern. No, I don't hate it all. <laughs> I don't hate um, it all. Just wasn't. I, just wasn't uh, go ahead. No, go ahead and finish what you were going to say. I, I, it's, I'm just bickering. Go ahead. I'm done. Okay. I was just going <laughs> to say, honestly, like it, it, in my mind, I enjoyed this match more than Becky and Natalia. I could see that. Yeah. I just, I just thought it was a little more fast paced. I thought it was a little more fun. But not like Disney fun. Yeah, I had tuned. I'd kind of tuned out for it, just seeing it on paper. I think that's what. It and was. I'm and I'm sure I'm in the minority on that because everybody's like, "Oh, but how could you say that? It's Becky." No, I just I thought this match was. I I liked it better. Yeah, that's that's fine. I could. I, I have I the could... right to my own opinion. That's why I have a podcast. That's right. <laughs> so Bailey retained. Tommy enjoyed it. Uh. Kevin Owens defeated Shane McMahon, 9 minutes and 20 seconds. Had Kevin Owens, he would have quit WWE. And Elias was brought out as the special enforcer. Of course. I This match was... It, I feel like it could have been more entertaining had they added the stipulation of false count or hardcore or something like that. But it was, it was, it was what it was. It wasn't like a barn burner or anything. But it was Kevin Owens... Kevin Owens telling they did a good they did good storytelling in this. I'll give them that. We storytelling. We pined for the stipulation. We wanted it. Give us what we want. Oh, it helps Shane out, first of all. It makes him actually have a good match. But I don't think anything will beat Shane and AJ at WrestleMania that one year. That was probably Shane's best actual in ring match. Yeah, I agree. For sure. Uh, but Kevin Owens, like, if they had, you know, if it wasn't so fucky with Shane being the heel and all that, I feel like they could have had, Kevin Owens and Shane could have had the same kind of match as that AJ one, because Kevin Owens is definitely, I mean, he's taught, he's, as far as raw talent goes, he's top five on the roster. I mean, there's definitely. no doubt about it. He's definitely. fantastic. And I love his sleeve he has now. Would you agree with me that this was Kevin Owens' best stunner to date? Yeah, and that's partially due to Shane McMahon. I mean, it's, you know, he sells it, but yeah, yeah. absolutely. That, was a, that just, was a good stunner. The drop was flawless. Yeah, he went he went straight down. I, I do enjoy Kevin using that. Um, what was his thing before? It was like a, he did a frog splash. He did, I feel like he had another move too, though. Yeah, and of course, I mean, we get the cannonball in this match. He still does that, but. Yeah. I'm, well, he had the pop-up powerbomb. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, the public powerbomb. He still does it, but the stunner is kind of his finisher now. I hope this finishes off this feud and we can watch Kevin Owens move on to maybe uh, go against Kofi or something. I do enjoy Kevin Owens as a baby right now because – I should <laughs> baby face. I, I, I always say face or baby face, not baby. But uh, It's okay to say baby. Yeah, I know, but it just makes it like it's, – It's still <laughs> – well, hello there, big baby. <laughs> um, I enjoy him as a babyface right now because he's always heel. So I do enjoy the crowd being on his 
it's something different. It is something different, and, and I, sometimes, do, I do enjoy that. Sometimes change is good, especially in WWE. Yeah, it's necessary. Uh, Charlotte Flair defeated Trish Stratus by submission in 16 minutes and 40 seconds, the second longest match on the card. Um, that was, it was a pretty good match. I wasn't, once again, I wasn't, I just wasn't super invested in this because I just, I don't know. I just wasn't super invested. I wasn't like hyped for it or anything. I, I, I will say it was a good match. Do you know why you weren't super invested in it? Why is that? Because there was no fucking build. There was, I mean, there was oh, literally right, right, no yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, it hey, just let's happened. get another Hall of Famer on the card, right? Yeah. And Trish Stratus is probably last match. You know, she puts. I mean, there's there was no way she was winning, regardless if it was in her hometown of Toronto or whatever. It's Charlotte, and she's got to put over the flair, you know? Right. So it was all right. It was what it was. Yeah. I thought it was good. It was good for what it was. Let me let me say that Trish hadn't been in the ring in a long time. Of course, she's in there with Charlotte. Charlotte's huge, by the way. I never realized how tall she was, but she's huge. I mean, I have realized how tall she was, but that really put into perspective because I was like, wow, she's taller than Trish, but I guess it's just Trish. And then I see her next to the ref, and I was like, okay, she's way bigger than him, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's... And Flair's not that tall, man. Right, but, I mean, she's like – I think it's her, her build, her athletic build, oh, yeah. her frame. That kind of makes her appear to be a little taller. I mean, she's probably at least what five ten. I'd say she's five eleven or six foot. Yeah, there's. Yeah, let me look right now. I'm looking right now because she's gonna be billed at something. Uh, five ten. You're exactly right. Yeah. See, look at you go. Look at me go. I wanted to thank you for listening and being a part of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, but I just have one favor to ask. And that is that you visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. It's your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast merchandise. And we got plenty of it for you. You won't regret it. You know you need some new shirts. You need some new swag. So hit up ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads to help support the show and help fix that damn wardrobe of yours. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton ended in a double countout. I was wondering what that was. I was like, why'd the bell ring? This was the longest match on the card at 16 minutes and 45 seconds. And I would say it was about six minutes too long. Unless, cause well, it, it, go ahead. And not only, not only that, but the fans were pissed with the, yeah. with the finish. Yeah, that sucked. It, to me, it's for me, when it first started out, I was like, oh, cool. It's actually kind of popping off. And Randy Orton was actually... They were having a match. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. The in-dash OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve, too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Match. And then you get to that point. Then it got to that point of the match where Randy Orton gets Randy Borton. 
and it starts slowing down and nothing's going on. And it's like his slow movements and his slow attacks. And it's just, and I seen Adam Pachidi's tweet, actually. I got on Twitter and seen it. He put classic Orton, slow and methodical. <laughs> like, yeah, that's Randy Orton. I don't know what I, happened with Randy Orton, but he has got so boring over the years. I mean, we've talked about it in detail. We've had a like lot. Yeah. 20, 30 minute conversations just on how fucking boring he is. It's sad, dude. And it's just because it's, it's, you know, Vince is like, oh, fuck yeah, pal. He's tall and he's huge. Look at him. Jeez. And, he, and he made Kofi look tiny, too, man. Yeah. He made Kofi look so small in this. So I hope, I hope this doesn't go on anymore. The build, I got to tell you, they, they built the match pretty well, man. Yeah, they Look forward to it. They really did, and I, I was too. I, I, I have become so, like, grown attached to Kofi as the champion. Like, I, I actually look forward to his matches because he's such a great fucking athlete. Yeah, he's he's a great wrestler. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love watching his matches. He he's energetic. He's I mean, it's still fun because he you know he's still in New Day, but his championship matches are good wrestling matches. Yeah. But it's this good stuff, just, man. This it was. God, Randy Orton is just. Oh my god, so boring. He's, he's got so much fucking talent. That's so much the thing natural that sucks. fucking talent and abilities, yes. and he refuses to fucking use it for whatever reason. I don't know if it's him, and I really hope it's not. I hope it's Vince that's in his ear saying, "I want you to be the Viper, and you're supposed to be." But like a Viper strikes, but Jesus, they're not sluggish. No, <laughs> the other snakes cool. fu- are pretty quick, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a snake. Like move yeah. around a little bit, Jesus I'm, Christ! I'm hundred percent like, with you on that, dude. I'm hundred percent. Like I, every time I see him on TV, like I just want to fucking go to sleep. There you go. Here's here's some homework for wrestling fans. Watch the last time Randy competed at SummerSlam in this arena, and watch this time, and it's a t- it's a totally different ball game. It's a complete one fucking 80. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, he's a different person. And I get it. He's older now and he's a veteran of the ring and all that shit. But like, you should know that by this point, and I know, you know, I don't think Randy gives a shit okay, about what fans say. Fat paydays, dude. Yeah. But it's like, dude, like, do you really like want your legacy to end with you being you suck. Like, not what you once were and like, you used to have so many fans like Levi yeah. who fucking like thought you hung the moon. He was my guy, now, dude. Yeah. Even when I met you, that was your guy. Yep. Well, CM Punk, but also Randy. But I think the first time you ever came to my house to watch Royal Rumble, you were, I think you were wearing a Randy shirt. I was, I was wearing, yeah, I was. And I have a weird memory, but it's like, geez, man, like, just step it up a little bit. Like you're when you said he, the athletic has and he doesn't use it. That's a hundred percent correct. He is, he's a freak athlete, dude. He's he's like a Brock Lesnar and like a uh, a Rock and a Triple H. You know, he's that kind of he's on that level of that freak athleticism that just in phenomenal shape. He has the perfect genetics. He has ring chemistry and everything. We've seen it before, but. Something happened around 2010 or 11, I want to say, and it just started kind of declining. Because I remember 09, Randy was pretty 
that's when he really fell into that Viper persona. It was like oh eight oh nine, and yeah. that's when he was like bald and he like I remember when he chained up uh, Triple H or handcuffed him and kissed Stephanie. Uh, that and then so him good. and him Triple H had great matches, but it was probably partially Triple H. But it's just over the last, especially the last couple of years, like the I would say even the, like network years, he has gotten so boring. And it's just like whenever you, I I used to love when I'd be like, oh sweet, Randy's gonna get a title shot. Now if he even like shows up in a five man elimination match for a title shot, I'm like great. Because it's going to be boring. It sucks. I still like Randy Orton. I just don't think he's he's using like twenty percent of his talent right now, or like thirty percent. There's just a, there's a lot of it being held back. And like you said, I don't know if that's due to Vince or him. I think it's probably a little bit of both, or it's just Vince has done it for so many years. It said be the slow, methodical viper or whatever. And now Randy's just like, well, I can get paid to do this shit, so sweet. Yeah, and not knocking him for that. Like, get paid, dude. Right. That's what. That's, that's what all good. We, we've always said that since we started this show. We have always said we just want people to get paid. Yeah. And pay us by going to GoGreenHemp.com using coupon code Heels and Quads <laughs> in all caps. And they now get the new discounts in effect, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have okay. to check. We won't plug but, that just yet, but yeah. Yeah, we won't Use plug that coupon that code. Just yet. Um, but... One more thing on Randy Orton, because I think I have it figured out finally. Okay. Speak away. Do you think that his reasoning for appearing to not care and his... I mean, he's great on social media. We we talked about that last week. He's hilarious. Yeah. But he's um, he's a troll. Do you think that his reason for coming off this way on TV is because he never got that you're the guy? You're the one and only guy. Uh, because, I mean, there very, was Cena. That's a very good thought, dude. There was Cena, and then there was Roman, and now there's just kind of, it's like, a, really it's right like a mix of, like, who is our name, who's our household name. Yeah. Like John C- I think, honestly, I think John Cena is going to be WWE's last big household name. For a like while. That, that era is over of, you know, the, the Brunos and Hulk and, yeah. and, and, and rock and Austin and even triple H I put triple H definitely. In oh that yeah. Bruno, category. Bruno, Flair, Hulk, uh, macho, um, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, triple H stone cold. Those, those guys, the, the guy, like you're yeah. saying, Rand, yeah. Randy, Randy's in that period. I mean, he came in at a period where it was, you know, Oh, two, Oh three ish. There wasn't the guy had left. Stone Cold had left. Rock had left. Triple H was still around, and he was definitely the guy, but he was the heel guy for all and, those and, years. And I love it because we we've talked about that before too. How how much we hated Triple H then, but we loved him because and the reason we as we look back, good, yeah. But now we look back and it's like you know when Terry was you know NWO. And had the belt for so long and never dropped it. It was like that Triple H, that Evolution title reign, where yeah. he was that heel guy that just you're like, oh my god, would you just lose already? Yeah, yeah. But and now looking back, man, I miss that shit. <laughs> oh, I do too because there's not that heel guy anymore like that. That's I mean well, Brock, but it's because there's we not want that to see guy the title. at all. 
No, there's not that the guy, guy is, at all anymore. The guy is over with, and yeah. I think I think throughout wrestling right now, I think in a lot of places it's kind of that way. There's not the guy. There's multiple guys. You know, in Japan, there's there's Tanahashi, there's Okada, there's uh, Abu well, Abushi. There's you know there's multiple guys. Obviously, Okada's the John Cena basically. Tanahashi He's used the to rock. be. Yeah, yeah. Tanahashi and um, Okada are like the Rock and Cena of that because they're the big star. Like Tanahashi used to be the big before Okada kind of got big. He was the guy. Um, Ring of Honor, Jay Lethal maybe is like probably the t- I guess the top guy. Would you say? Uh, he's the he's the cornerstone. He's the backbone. Okay, yeah. Matt, Matt Taven now is the, is their guy. He's damn. he's that new wave. Because Jay, I mean Jay Lethal, he can still fucking go. I mean, we saw yeah, him last yeah. year live, and it was phenomenal. He was fucking great. Uh, very smooth. But yeah, they're they're really building Matt Taven, and he he's a great fucking heel. I yeah, love yeah, watching. He's him. good, man. Yeah. Um, Impact used to be AJ was the guy, and then that kind of. That's when that time kind of came to an end when he left. The guy was gone. And that's the same time WWE kind of started. Like, Cena, when Cena left, the guy is gone. But also, when he was, he was still the, t- the household name, but not the champion day in and day out and day in and day out because he finally stepped down and they had him step down. Um, but, yeah, I think in, in AEW – I don't think there's there's so many guys. First of all, in AEW, there's so many guys. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I think we're in an age of wrestling right now where there's just it's just wrestling. I think maybe it maybe it has changed like that. Maybe we're not maybe we're not gunning for. I mean, obviously, we all want a Rock and a Stone Cold and a Triple H and a Bret Hart and a Shawn Michaels, all that good stuff. T- Uncle Terry, we want that, but that gets old though. So maybe maybe the wrestling world, maybe Vince. Maybe everybody's come to terms with, like, let's not have that guy. I think Roman is still going to be their guy, but I think they're just giving him some time out of the spotlight right now because that's kind of – they maybe they realize how old that guy. And yeah. you, you know what's crazy is watching SummerSlam, I honestly looked over at Mariah and I said, I could go for a Roman Reigns match right now after this Orton and Kofi match because they showed that video package and then it didn't – nothing happened. Right. It was kind of weird, and I was like <laughs> – Right now, I could go for him just smashing somebody and winning. Like, because it just wasn't – SummerSlam was missing something. Yeah. It definitely – it wasn't really that great. But it was all wrestling. Right. It wasn't that great. But I, th- I think uh, we, can, we can kind of, like, tip our cap to New Japan with Bullet Club. And I think that's where this era has kind of come from. I think so. It's because yeah. – Bullet Club, I mean, look at us, man. We bought all the fucking shirts. Dude, my closet's it didn't still matter. full. Yeah. It didn't matter what member it was. Yeah. We wanted them all. Yep. I think I think you're right there. That was the that was the first big comeback of like getting for me, that was me getting excited again. Cause for all those years before that, it was like, uh, just watching WWE, going through the motions, and then I don't I think you probably got me into it or something, but the Bullet Club thing, I was like, this is cool, man. And then, like you said, we bought all the merch, and that, too, there wasn't that – you liked all of them. You didn't want to You didn't want to just be like, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, Kenny Omega, yeah, he's awesome and everything. But you could look to Matt and Nick Jackson. You could look to Hangman. You could look to Cody. 
You can look to all those guys and like them in their own way. Yeah, Tomatonga. We we've talked about him forever, and how yeah. much we like him. And you know, it's it's just it's wild. But let's let's finish let's off continue. SummerSlam real yeah, quick because I wanted to, I, we went off on a tangent, but I think everybody will enjoy that because they probably agree. I, um, I think that was probably one of the best segments we've ever done. Yeah, to needed, be honest, it needed to be talked about. And what else needs to be talked about is the fiend. So thank you, Ray Randy Wyatt. Orton. Yeah, yeah, Randy. Hey, see, you're good for something. Randy Orton, shout out. Good though. hand. Howdy, y'all, and y'all better not forget, you got to go over to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and use coupon code HEELS and QUADS and all caps at checkout to save you 10% on your order. But you can also go to Zubas.com and use coupon code HEELS and QUADS and all caps at checkout, but that saves you 15% on your order. My grandpa said he remembers Zubas, and he said you ought to swing by there and buy some shirts. That's some dang good country. Um, the Fiend Bray Wyatt defeated Finn Balor in three minutes and twenty-five seconds. I figured it would be short. Um, this was probably for me the second best thing on the card. Um, the the entrance was fucking cool. I love the song be- because it has some industrial aspects to it. I knew you would. Yeah. yeah. The and second it, I fucking heard it, I was like, this is so Levi. Yep, yep. It's got some industrial aspects to it, but it's also, I like that it's a different version of the Firefly one before or whatever. The lantern's fucking sick. The mask, the mask is awesome. Okay, it's, yeah. it's. It's not a it's a not a cheap mask because it's straps. You know he's got the straps on the back of his head. It's a cane mankind mask that's gonna yes. stay on during a match. Because I was kind of when I first seen the mask, I was I don't know why I was worried about it, but I was like this might be a problem for him to see during a match. But it's totally strapped in, totally good. The Fiend character, this, this Bray Wyatt is fucking awesome. This is definitely yeah. like. This is definitely a highlight of SummerSlam, for sure, With, because there's not many. So, you know, he had to wait the whole show for this. But the match, um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Finn Balor. Finn Balor, his face told the whole story of, like, holy shit, this is freaky, when he was outside the ring. Yeah. And uh, this was, I mean, for being just a little 10-minute total, you know, eight-minute segment, including the match, I think this was definitely the – one of the best things about SummerSlam. Agree for sure. 100%. And I'm I excited to see this move forward. I, because we knew Bray Wyatt could fucking wrestle. He's great, dude. He, he's, yeah. he's another one of those, like, he's right there with, like, Kevin Owens. He's up, yeah. on, he's up on that top five level, dude. Definitely. But I, 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 I liked that it was short because, and I, and it I had, had to be. It because, I mean, I love Finn Balor phenomenal fucking wrestler yeah i mean he he deserves to be he deserves to be at the top tier of, Absolutely. of wrestling but um yeah it ha- it had to be short uh fen's gonna be gone for three months so it makes sense to make it short get it over with but the fucking neck snap that was fucking that was the tits that was then, I, I was watching and i i didn't I didn't really catch it, and I said, I asked Mariah, I was like, did he just snap his neck? And she's like, yeah. I was like, that's it was pretty crazy, dude. Fucking cool. Yeah. Because, <laughs> it, it, 
I mean, it's not believable because it's pro wrestling, but let's face it, pro wrestling is not believable. But, um, and then he finished it with a mandible claw. So I, I'm assuming Mick kind of passed that move down. I'm sure he, you know, they got, you know, Mick's blessing to use it. But, well, the first time I he mean, did just, it was on Mick. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that was yeah. kind of like him, like, passing it down. But, I mean, God, this, I just really hope they don't fuck it up. You know, I think to not fuck it up, the most perfect thing you can do, and I hope they do it, but the de- you start seeing Demon promos around October. They do a Hell in a Cell match, the Demon versus the Fiend, and the Fiend goes over. I think the Fiend has to go over the Demon, man. I, it needs to look like the, even the Demon Finn Balor can't stop the Fiend. Bray Wyatt. I like that. I like that idea. I, th- I think it had, I-, I want it to be a Hell in a Cell match and I want it to be the weird, I want the fire, like maybe the Firefly Funhouse starts getting interrupted by these weird demon promos. Like I feel like he has to come back as the demon to avenge that match. And he's like not going to Like encrypted, like yeah. cryptic messages yeah. and shit. And he's yeah, not going to avenge cool. it. And I feel like with, if Paul Heyman is directing that, that could happen. But let's be real, I don't know that it'll be a Hell in a Cell match, but because they're going to put something stupid in Hell in a Cell. Right. Well, and and like I said, with Finn taking time off, this match would probably happen at Survivor Series if they don't do the club thing. But yeah. Um, so maybe not a Hell in a Cell, maybe a cage because there is a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view coming up. Yeah, it's, that's what I was so, saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's off three months. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, till okay. November. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was just two. But yeah, this but is I, uh, this is gonna be. Good. I mean, maybe maybe that would tempt him to maybe shorten his break. Yeah, I mean, I I love that fucking idea. You fucking nailed it, dude. I hope that's what happens. And then we get the main event: Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar to win back the Universal Championship in 13 minutes and 25 seconds. And this is my favorite thing about SummerSlam. <laughs> I honestly, and it wasn't honestly, Brock was great. I enjoyed him in this match. I, yeah. I fully enjoyed him destroying Seth, working on the ribs. Of course, that's the German suplex thing. He he swung him around by his rib tape. Okay, that was different. Brock sold for Seth. He, he fucking did the work in this match. I will give credit to Brock Lesnar for this match. He made Seth look good. And Seth looked good because he won. He won the title back. The curb stomps whooped his ass. The frog splash off the top onto the table. That was awesome. That was killer. Yeah. So I, I think it was a, this, I was very happy when I seen what time this had went on because I was like, okay, it's going to be a little longer. And it, this was, this is close to Brock and CM Punk for me. Brock and CM Punk at SummerSlam was Brock, him and AJ, him and CM Punk. Those are his best matches in WWE probably. Maybe the one when he came back against Cena. But this is up there with those now. I feel like this, he did the work for Seth Rollins. And uh, Seth looked good. He overcame the odds. And I feel like after a shitty show, a not, a not so good show like that, you had to send the crowd home happy with the baby face going over. I, I, I agree with everything you said. I'm like trying to like not shit on it. <laughs> well, I'm if, going if to. you have something to shit on, shit on it. No, I'm, no, I'm not going to shit on the match. But okay. the match was great. I agree with you, like I said, 100%. But, so what the fuck was the point of Brock winning the belt back? 
That's a whole different territory because I could go off on that too. That that's that's where my problem stems from. I I love the the boombox thing with the briefcase. That was hilarious. Him fucking winning the money in the bank. Just at, you know, he wasn't even in the fucking match. So what's the point? Yeah. But like they never really tied the loose ends to that. But whatever. I digress. Yeah. But my point my point is is there was literally no point in him winning the belt back just for Seth to turn around and beat him. Other than the fact that now Seth Rollins has two pinfall victories over Brock. So that's the only reason I can see why. And he's they a two time universal champion. But that's the thing is I, like I hate that. Like I I love Ric Flair. But the fact that he's a 16-time world champion has always just bugged me because he's so good. Why did he have to win it 16 times? Why didn't he just have it longer? But it's those transitional fucking champions to get put the belt on somebody else just to give it back to the person who's fucking proven themselves over and over. It's it's. I think it's also easier to say he's a 16-time world champ versus he held the belt five times, but he held them all for two years. You right. know, that's, that's, but, it's easier to say, but that's like with uncle Terry, he was what a six time or five time WWE champion. Yeah. And then he was a four time, whatever WCW world champion. But he held like, it for a long time. Yeah. But it's like, but you don't talk about that. We don't talk about Terry's how many title reigns he had, but anytime Ric Flair or now John Cena's brought up 16 time world champion, triple H even 13 or 14, 14 whatever, yeah. I think 14. Uh, but like Randy Orton, what twelve times? Now? He's a, he's like a thirteen or a, or a something I, like that. They mentioned it on SummerSlam. Yeah, but it, it's just I don't know. I nitpick, or maybe Triple H is fifteen and Randy's fourteen because I think they mentioned that. But yeah, I, I see what you're like saying. That. I see what you're saying. It's like I've always kind of wondered that. It's like why do you have to? That just means they lost the belt. 15 times or 14 times or whatever. Right. right. Like so, with Charlotte now, she's already, what, what an eight, eight or nine time That's a little, champion. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous like, to she's me. She's been in the business for fucking four years. The thing like, about what that. What the fuck's the point? The thing about that is they're, pu- they're pushing her to be a Ric Flair of the women's division I too know. hard. It's like she doesn't have to be, she doesn't have to be a 16-time women's champion. That's, that's dumb. She doesn't have to be a dad. No, she doesn't, but they feel like she should. She's good enough on her own. She doesn't have to be her dad. I wish they would have never added flair to her name. Just be Charlotte. Yeah. But, I mean, it's cool. I love Charlotte. I, I love Ric Flair. Everybody knows that. But Yeah. Um, overall, SummerSlam, I think it got – I think the highlight of the show is the last two things. You got the, the Bray Wyatt thing and the Seth winning the title back. AJ and Ricochet, I don't think it was a very fantastic SummerSlam, but in the last couple of years, which one has been fantastic? It's it, it, This was better than the last few. I'll give it that. Yeah, eh, I think it was, I guess. I blew like three quads if, if we want to go back to our old rating system. Yeah, out of ten, yeah, I blew – oh, are you talking about out of five quads? Yeah. Two and a half legs. Yeah. I'll go 2.5, just because really for me the only highlights was a few things. Yeah. Um, I gave it I gave it three because of the main, the Bray Wyatt thing, and then AJ, of course. So, yeah. And Ricochet. I, I shouldn't just say AJ because Ricochet, you know, yeah, yeah, worked his fantastic. ass off. Yeah. All the superhero references throughout the show is kind of weird, but it's all right. Yeah. 
Are you a man that prefers the can and likes the occasional wine? Well, look no further, as we have a solution for you. Man Can Wine. That's right, wine in a can. Our friends over at mancanwine.com have the ultimate drink for any man or woman looking for their favorite adult beverage in a can. They come in a variety of flavors. Red, white, fizz, and rosé. Each can contains the equivalent to a half a bottle of wine and 12.5% alcohol. Each can also has a special inner lining to prevent that aluminum taste that we all know. So head over to mancanwine.com and get your koozies ready or purchase them at mancanwine.com from Mancan, your very own Mancan koozie. Make sure to use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. That's mancanwine.com using coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. Um, I wanted to just mention a few things about Raw that I thoroughly enjoyed. Did you check out Raw at all by chance? I did. Yeah. So I, first of all, I really enjoy something. Okay. Something about raw was stood out to me. Let me find this article I was on that kind of put it in order. Um, uh, where was it at? Obviously I did really enjoy Sasha's return. She comes out with a purple wig and then she takes it off. She's got blue hair. I knew it was a wig the minute she came out too. Oh yeah. It was awesome. So, um, I'm going to look through here. This is what went down on the show. Samoa Joe defeated Sami Zayn. Miz defeated Dolph Ziggler. Ricochet defeated Elias. Two out of three falls. Andrade defeated Rey Mysterio two times in a row. That's kind of weird. You don't see that. Yeah, that's that, also, that doesn't happen often. Ray can bounce back from that because it doesn't matter. He's Rey Mysterio. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Cedric Alexander was actually a pretty good match. But where is this going? It's not going anywhere. It's just Cedric. <laughs> it's just to kind of – I think it was just to give Cedric some – Get him over a little bit. Help him get over. But, um, like, they're they're wasting Drew McIntyre. They made such a big deal when he was coming back. I know. It's 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 our... I don't know why uh, he's not in the why? title picture. I want to see yeah. Drew and Seth for the title. That'd be nice. That would be cool. Uh, Robert Roode defeated Noe Jose. I love Bobby Roode's uh, Instagram pictures during SummerSlam. He just put hashtag SummerSlam, and it was pictures of him grilling and pictures of him watering the lawn. <laughs> it was pretty funny, and it's just hash- I didn't see that. Yeah, That's yeah, it awesome. just says hashtag SummerSlam. Like, oh, I'm not there. Um, I love how he's still Robert Rude, but he's went from the mustache to the full beard again. That yeah, kinda I kind of like the Robert Rude mustache thing. I did too. It was it was very ravishing. Uh, the the Viking Raiders squashed Jimmy and Johnny kick pads. <laughs> I love those names. <laughs> That's so stupid. Jimmy but I love and it. Johnny kick pads. We'll call them Jimmy and Johnny kick pads, pal. It's so them. The women's tag team title match, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeated the Kabuki Warriors to retain, and the champion versus champion match, Seth Rollins defeated AJ Styles via DQ. So, for me, the highlights. I think the Sasha Banks and Natalia spot was fucking awesome. First of all, because I. I don't. I I, I kind of wish it wasn't when she was saying how her dad had been gone for a year and everything. Yeah, that because I mean, that that's offensive right there. They did he has it no when feelings. Jim died. Like they they had people run in on Natty when she was talking about how her dad died, and then a year on the anniversary of his death, and then you do this. Shit. Like, come on, man, that's not. It's not fucking cool. 
Yeah. I mean, but... he, he would have loved it. Because he's he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's wrestling, but I think that's the only reason they did that is because yeah. they know he knows what's good for that. But so the segment in general, Sasha beats the shit out of Natalia and grabs a chair, and then Becky comes out, and Becky comes out looking to you know avenge that whatever. And then she beats the shit out of Natalia and leaves her laying there after she beats her with a chair. I thought it was great because it was it was brutal for a women's segment, and Sasha looked badass. And I think this is our Hell in a Cell match. I yeah. think we get Sasha and Becky in a Hell in a Cell. And I think that's where Sasha... I feel like Sasha gets the title back. Because like you said last week, uh, Becky doesn't really need the belt because she's so mm. over. I think it's just because she's, she's the man right now. She has the belt. And I think this is their way of getting Sasha back. Because there was so yeah. much talk about how Sasha was unhappy and she wanted to leave and blah, blah, blah. She took time off. Yeah. This, this was their motivation. Like, hey, right. we're going to put you right in the title picture. We're going we're gonna to run you heel. You're going to probably beat Becky at the next pay-per-view after SummerSlam. Everybody's going to love it. <clears throat> because, except, I mean, except for little kids, everybody else that watches wrestling wants Sasha to be a heel. She's a natural fucking heel. She is. So, uh, another segment that I really liked, I, the AJ and the Seth thing, it was a cool little mash and everything. What was badass about it was, I haven't seen it in so long, when people ran out to Seth's aid. You don't, I haven't seen that in a long time on WWE. So, Ricochet comes out and then Braun comes come out to his aid to fend off the heels, the OC. I don't know what it is about that. But I, I really enjoy stuff like that in WWE because that used to happen back in the day. So, you know, next week we'll probably get a six-man. Yeah, um, that's there what wasn't I was a lot of... We loved it because it was old school. Because it was old school, yeah. And um... Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed, and together, we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. I didn't see a lot of the wild card thing going on. That was pretty cool. I didn't yeah. really – I forget who's on what brand anymore. Right. The 24-7 title spot was pretty funny because our truths like a 12-time champion. 12 now. times. It's so stupid. See, now that makes sense to say that. Yeah, and I like that Elias is currently the 24-7 champion. I do enjoy that. Oh, he's on SmackDown. Okay, so he yeah. had no business being on Raw. Right. But, um, but since it's 24-7, it makes sense, so that's okay. Yeah, it's just – I don't know, man. I, I kind of enjoyed – the matches on here, um, Ray and Andrade, of course, was good. It, it just, I don't know, there was something about this Raw that I enjoyed. And there was something else I don't know if you knew, but SummerSlam was listed as TV 14. 
It was. I did see that. That's kind of strange because there wasn't anything TV 14 about it. Um, so maybe it, it's a transitional pay-per-view to kind of just get ready for what's going to happen. Maybe. Maybe, Hopefully. maybe pay-per-views are TV 14. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know why kinda, that was. I thought it was kind of cool here, obviously, because uh, Stone Cold made an appearance via Skype, obviously to plug his new TV show, which I didn't watch last night, but I'm going to watch it today. Kind of weird. For it. Um, but the fact that he talked about Seth winning and he was talking about wrestling and not just putting over his TV show made it cool. Um, everybody knows I'm always going to uh, blow a Stone Cold fucking appearance anywhere. Oh, yeah, but, uh, um, I just thought that was neat. And I love the backstage segment of AJ and Gallows and Anderson when they were talking. Again, Gallows with the fucking old school Bullet Club face paint. Yeah, pretty um, awesome. And then when AJ says, throw it up, mother lovers, like his fucking accent cracked me up because he's so yeah. southern. Yeah. But I just, I, I fucking just, schoolgirl giggled over that. You know what, you know what another great backstage segment was? And this is one I can appreciate a lot is Paul Heyman being interviewed and said, Brock is not, he gets no rematch clauses for this title. So hopefully that means he's just going to be a big four guy now. That'd be nice. I love the fact that Paul Heyman mocked her. That was yeah, fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Paul's great, though. He can do anything. He's so great. Paul Heyman needs a fucking podcast. Uh, he's a little busy for that, but I think when his days in WWE come to an end, I think he'll have that because uh, he knows I where would the just, money's at. I would love to hear fucking him talk every week. Just tell oh, stories. Yeah, because he's great. He's so intellectual. Like, like Bischoff. Him and Bischoff are that level. Yeah. I'm hoping SmackDown is good tonight. I think it will be. I, I have a feeling SmackDown's going to be really good. Last week it was a little, but I think this week. Well, last week I was pissed because they announced the six man and then they changed it and then deleted yeah. their tweet, even though yeah. I had it screenshotted and called them out on it. And they didn't. Obviously, they're not going <laughs> to say anything back, but they're listening. I think this Raw after SummerSlam was better than Raw after WrestleMania, in my opinion. I fucking agree, dude. I think it was really good. I think well, after well, WrestleMania really wasn't good, that great. No, I think it sucked, honestly. Yeah. It, it was really very, wasn't. uh, it was just, uh, it was like, just they there. hype it up so much, and you're like, he. Yeah. But I think, well, yeah, I, th- I think SmackDown's going to be good. I think it should be. Uh, and I, I, and I, I think it'll at least be on par with Raw. Yeah. An- oh, another. Thing I've been enjoying on Raw. I, I can tell there's some different directing going on. It's it's very yeah. obvious now. Um, the things with Roman Reigns, the car segment, that's that's old, a little older WWE. That, that's stuff that used yeah. to happen, and that's that's you know that's them gathering interest in something. So I'm assuming we're going to get that Samoa Joe and Roman match coming up soon. And that'll a, be in a Samoan slugfest. In a Samoan parking lot match. <laughs> I mean, I think it'll be good. And yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. We, we both like Samoa Joe, so I, I think, I think him being in a feud with Roman kind of helps, like being able to uh, swallow the pill of the Roman Empire a little easier. Yeah, and I, I think that match will, I, it has the potential to be fantastic if you really do Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe right. And it's been a kind of a slow build, so it makes you kind of like it's been actually a 
that's another thing too is these little things happening right now in WWE they're almost like slow builds going on too so I feel like that's Heyman again not just other than their Friday tweets about oh by the way on SummerSlam there's going to be a six man match or whatever oh oh by the way on the pre show sponsored by ten ten two twenty ten ten twenty son of a bitch that's WC. <laughs> or no, WCW is one hundred C O L E C T. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember which yeah. one it was. Ten ten two twenty was ten ten two twenty was the Fed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because um, they yeah. used to do the Slam of the Week or whatever too. Yeah, that's what, what it was always presented yeah. by ten ten two twenty Slam of the Week, and it was Val Venus getting his dick chopped off. <laughs> that was the Slam of the Week. <laughs> I loved it. That was so good. Choppy choppy pee pee, Mister um, Yamaguchi son. I feel like. And now, let me introduce you to the world's best pro wrestling channel. That is, Powerslam.tv. Powerslam lets you stream the entire world of pro wrestling all in a single channel for one low price, bringing over 4,000 hours of content from over 110 of your favorite wrestling brands from countries all around the globe right onto your laptop and mobile devices. You can find all of your favorite kinds of wrestling. British Strong Style, Women's Wrestling, Lucha Libre, Technical, Comedic, High Flying, Hardcore, and many others. In addition to the most recent events, Power Slam also gives you shoot interviews, backstage footage, round tables, and lifestyle videos of legendary names in the pro wrestling industry. That's powerslam.tv. And make sure to use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to give you one month free to view over 4,000 hours of content on powerslam.tv using coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. I just, on a kind of a closing statement, I just want to mention that I think this weekend of WWE and a SmackDown is good. That'd be nice if we kind of see it going in a new direction. I also did see something about, I don't like this though. I seen something about how WWE is debating on putting NXT head to head with um, AEW, AEW on Wednesdays on FS1 yeah. or whatever. I don't really like yeah. that. I think that's a shitty move because most people that watch yeah. NXT are going to watch the replay. They're not watching it live. I, I think it's I think it's a petty fucking move. Yeah, it is. It's very petty. It's stupid. And because then it's, that's going to take the wind out of NXT. It's Vince trying, and I saw a rumor that Vince was going to be more hands-on with NXT. Oh, no. So, yeah. So, look for that to get ruined. And it, it's it's Vince trying to show his genetic jackhammer. That's what it is. I hope and, it doesn't happen. Man, if... Because AEW is going to kill on Wednesdays. People it, it want to watch that. I mean, they did, like... What was it? Two hundred thousand pay per view buys for Double or Nothing. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big buyout for two thousand and nineteen. And with the internet being what it is, and being shady, and people can share their you know streams and yes, yeah, so, dude, summer like Survivor Series in the mid two thousands was getting two hundred thousand. But so just that's... think about all the fans that didn't buy Double or Nothing. Just watched it either illegally right, right. or split the feed or watched it with their friends. Their yeah. TV rating's going to be hot. I think, yeah. I think the first few minutes. Uh, so we were right, too, about the East Coast shit. It's, it's uh, Washington, D.C., Boston, and Philly. And, and then Philly also, 
I think they said I, I read a rumor there was another one. Uh, Baltimore is probably the next one after that. S- smart move because of you know the East Coast fans knowing them so well mm-hmm. and uh, pack the house early. Right. And then once word kind of spreads, I, I love how they're fucking doing this though. How they're announcing the towns. They're doing really good. Yeah, I think it's smart. Do a slow build. Tickets are only on sale for a month, two months at a time, you know? And it, it like I said, when TV starts, word of mouth, man, and people around the country are going to be wanting to check it out. Well, and, you know, there's the other thing of in a couple months, they're not all going to be selling out. And maybe, no, maybe they no. will be, but I doubt by, you know, I doubt by the end of the year, all of their TVs are going to be selling out. And I wouldn't, I, th- I wouldn't even bother running house shows for two years they're, they're, not, they're not going to they're no, no house shows. that's smart um i think by december they'll run smaller smaller venues yeah uh because they're i mean there's all these shows they're doing now are like 10 plus so yeah. i think by december they'll probably run maybe some eights fives uh maybe even smaller than that that's smart on their part to not Oh, I got a little tinkle coming out. <laughs> I was trying to be quiet about it. I know. And that's why I quit talking because I heard it. I wanted it to get on. <laughs> um, that's smart on their part because, you know, they they know what they're doing. I try to I try to think in the mind of someone who might be not that smart and just be, like, going on the hype and, like, go, how well it's going so far. But they – I think they're smarter than that and they're proving it. But you're – you're definitely right. It's like they're going to be doing like all this type shit, you know, right, smaller right. stuff eventually. Because especially when their first, you know, their first couple arenas of ten thousand or twelve thousand don't sell out. Which, if they don't sell out, they're still going to be pretty full. But yeah, um, I'd say that they'll never do a show less than three fourths full. Yeah, they're not going to have WWE uh, house show and SmackDown tapings going on, right? Like that, you know. But uh, yeah, it's. I think WWE is maybe. Let me give it a couple of weeks before I say they're they're coming to terms. But they're. Yeah. I enjoyed this weekend, and I enjoyed yes. Raw, and I enjoyed SummerSlam. I hope to enjoy SmackDown. So, so far, I'm enjoying it. Uh, real quick, real quick, one more thing before we take off. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. NWA has announced that they are going to be on their own TV. Yep. That's fucking awesome. So That's October too. Is the first TV tapings for NWA. They're going to be studio wrestling, like old school NWA. So that's cool. That's awesome. Different than everybody else. So that gets word of mouth going. Um, but we got a lot of wrestling to talk about come October. Yeah, it's going to be kind of rough. Um, probably have to do like a- an episode just packed full of TV tapings and stuff. Yeah. Uh, a lot of highlight videos, probably. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of highlight videos. Except for AEW. I'm watching all that shit. Yeah, I'm watching. I, I'm going to have, I'll have Sling. I'll be on Sling come October because I want to watch that. And I also do want to watch the uh, premiere of SmackDown live, the new SmackDown. Yes. I do want to watch yes. that live and see how well that does. And of course, NWA, you know, I'll probably watch that here and there. Um, that's, I, 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 f- I think that's going to be on fight. I think it's going to end up being on fight. That or like Axis, I think out of all the companies, I hate to say it, but I think NWA is going to suck. 
with oh. uh, AEW coming. Well, sure, and 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 it's gonna be the least known of their comeback, which sucks. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, NWA. It'll be tough, but, but I, I I think it'll be that real. It's gonna be a really niche group that watches that. I'm talking like yeah. the like this like people who sit and watch wrestling while drinking scotch. Yeah, it's gonna be and it's gonna be old school fans too. They're gonna oh, watch yeah. WWE and NBA, and then they're gonna see AEW and be like, "All right, this is cool, but it's too fast. Too many <laughs> flippy floppies. Or way too many flippy floppies." Jim Cornette won't watch AEW. Oh, he's gonna watch NWA though. Yeah, he's watching NWA. He's probably gonna be a part of it, honestly. Yeah. Well, he has been so far. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it, man. October looks good, and you know, if what we talked about with the Fed earlier is the October, I think Hell in a Cell. That's that's probably gonna be a good show. If it if they do so. it right, if they do it how I said to book it, how we said to book do it, it, what Levi wants, give him what he wants, give me what I want. All right. Well, I guess we should probably take her home. We've had a pretty solid show today. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, what will happen with WWE in the future? Are we go on TV fourteen. Will AEW sell out all arenas throughout the rest of the year? Will NWA crush on its first TV debut? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> same bat time, same bat channel. All right, we'll follow the show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. I am Levi Diesel on Twitter. I'm gonna start trying to be more active, and Levi's on Instagram. Um, that would be awesome if Levi would be more active on social media. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, follow the show at Heels and Quads on Twitter. Follow the show at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Follow me at Tommy Walter Live on Instagram. Oh, I wanted to also, before we leave, I just wanted to mention the reason I haven't done video for the show. Obviously, I don't think anybody cares, but it takes a long time to process an hour video. On a computer. Oh, I know. And I'm, like, sitting there waiting. Like, I I check the YouTube, like, all the time, just waiting for it to pop up. Yeah, I just never really mentioned that because we just kind of fell off of that. But, like, even if I downgrade it to, like, 480p, which I'm not going any lower than that because that's awful. But (laughs) even at that, it takes, like, an hour video takes a long time to process. So that's, like, if it was, like, a 10-minute video, that's no problem. But, you know, maybe, maybe one day we'll have a little highlight stream when i'm feeling bored or whatever but uh yeah we'll, we'll figure we'll co- we'll go back to video eventually we'll have fun. maybe once i yeah. get a better internet connection <laughs> next when you get next yeah Give all me right what I want. tell your friends tell your enemies we'll talk to you next week
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods.